Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Helm to Tower podcast. I am Mike Burgess, your host, and I am with my co-host, Alex O'Neill. Hello, Alex. Hello. Hello, hello. Alex, now you know, from when this, from when, when people, the people watching this, li- listening to this on podcast services or watching on YouTube.com slash Rational Passions, we will no longer be days away we will be hours away yeah. from like one full day, right? Yeah, like probably a little bit less, probably even a little bit less than that. Uh, mm-hmm. For when we then we'll be playing Destiny Two Lightfall. That's how close yeah. we are, folks. We're right there. Um, just just know, like the folks listening to this that are listening to it because they're just like ravenously consuming Destiny content in the twenty four hour period. That Destiny yes. is not available to yeah, them. Yeah, you're like twiddling we your are thumbs. Doing the same, just, yeah. just with other things. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're we twiddling our thumbs sitting here just being like, God, it's almost here. But I can't even play Destiny. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Yeah. What do I do with my life? Uh, it's gonna be questioning so many things. Um yeah. but there's still plenty there's plenty to talk about this week that just passed. Uh they gave f- they still somehow found found information to give us this expansion. It's like wild at like still how much stuff came out this week. Um, yes. about thing. It was, granted, some of it was like more like elaborations on things we already knew about. That's stuff of the big it's thing. Still, like we're going to talk about bigger than we we thought it was going to be. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that came that came in the form of a couple things. We got a uh, another blog that talks about bringing challenge back to Destiny, which w- which Joe Blackburn talked about a little bit in that state of the game article we talked about last episode um this article kind of expanded on that and kind of gave us a lot of more details on what that means mm-hmm. uh for lightfall coming um and then we got uh the weekly the twab the twab actually had some cool info this week like we know about some artifact perks because they're no longer mods now folks in lightfall they're gonna be perks um mm-hmm. so we can talk about those some of those sound very Which spicy super exciting yeah <laughs> a lot of very spicy stuff well, i'm excited to talk about that um, and then we also got some some videos and some trailers. We got the launch trailer for Lightfall and some other like cool little like videos where they were like they were kind of like developer insights. It was kind of like it seemed like they kind of like took a little bit of extended sections of the Vidoc we had last week and kind of showed it more like they had one on Strand. They had one actually on the villains of Callus and the Witness talking a little bit about them more. Um, we'll talk about that mm-hmm. stuff a little bit, but I think again, since we said at the top of the episode, like we are hours away, so we're not going to like sit here and go crazy dissect. Like those videos are already out there to be fair. Like if you're following destiny content, you've probably already seen some of the videos. So we're going to go too in, into it too much, but I think we can at least still talk about it a little bit and talk about like, you know, maybe our final theories of what we think is going to happen in Lightfall right before we get to jump into it ourselves. Um, but yeah, let's so talk about how wrong we are next week. <laughs> exactly. Talk about how wrong we are um, within within that same time period. <laughs> um, but yeah, this the last week of season of the Seraph happened. Um, I I definitely was playing some a bit this week. I tried to like I tried to like mix it up because I, you know, I want to go into the expansion fresh. But I will say I did <laughs> some I did some I know I don't know how much you did, but I did do some uh, Warden of Nothing Grandmaster farming for some Wendigo rolls. I got a couple of decent ones that I'm excited to mess around with and try um, once we get that grenade launcher buff, damage buff uh, in Lightfall. It's yeah, just... I I think all of the farming that I did was with you. Oh, okay, <laughs> so, gotcha. <laughs> not that much, right? Yeah. I think I did like four runs in total. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
I, I helped some uh, some of my newer friends get through the up. Serif mission um, on Legendary, get the catalysts for uh, um, uh, Revision Zero, and and then potentially after we re- finish recording this or tomorrow, I'm going to help them do the the story finale. Nice, um, yeah. But that's that's it. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing one final uh, King's Fall run before the expansion tomorrow with my clan. So looking nice. forward to that. I'm gonna hopefully finish off some. I think I think one I, th- I think there's at least one gun. I only need one more red border from in King's Fall, and like that, then I'll be done with one more gun on there. But I think I have I still have a couple left. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, be I spent one, more time final run for that. I spent more time this week. Like I got my artifice full artifice set master worked. And set nice. aside with no mods in it, with mm-hmm. the the kind of drip, my strand drip, if I yep. may. Yeah, um, I have, I have and, that as well. Yeah, I cleaned the vault. I think I got it down to like three forty ish, which I feel good about. Nice. Um, obviously, I'm, I've never really had a lot of vault issues just because I don't run three characters really. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's nice to to clean stuff out, get ready for all the new loot. Yeah, get ready for new stuff. Uh, and yeah, that was really it. I, I I was very lucky to get a very very early code for something that I, I'm going to be reviewing for Rational Passions. Go check that out next month. Uh, I can't yeah. talk about it quite yet. That's like absolutely nothing like Destiny. So it's yeah. like cool. I can just pour <laughs> all of my turn off and... yeah hyperfixate on this for yeah. a little bit, so yeah. I can be distracted. Yeah, I feel I feel that my game my game for that has been Atomic Heart randomly oh yeah because it's on, i it's wanted on, to check it out it's on game pass um it's me and me actually right, right before we recorded this me and quinn did a viewpoints to that so that'll also be up on okay youtube.com slash irrational passions probably the same week we were playing lightfall yeah that game's mm-hmm. weird uh, not to go off on too too deep of a tangent uh, here I, I am enjoying it but it's like it is the most like b movie ass video game i feel like i've ever played because like it's clearly like riffing off Bioshock, but like not not soup not like not the best. And then like it also has like a lot of very tropey video game like first person shooter video game stuff from like ten years ago. And then the the vo- the main voice actor for the the character you play as is like the most dude bro machoy voice I've <laughs> like heard in a video game in years. But it's like and it's like hard to tell if it's like. The game is like intentionally being very campy and awful, or if the game is just actually that. So it's like this weird <laughs> blend of like you, you can see me and Qu- seeing Quinn's reaction was like made me feel good about it because I was like playing it and having these feelings, and then we started playing, and then he cues we were playing it like kind of together or for the viewpoints video rather not there's no co-op in it, but like he started having the same thoughts and reactions to things in this game that I was having of just like, this is just like stupid, but kind of in a very, in a, like an entertaining stupid way. So, sure. um, yeah. So go check out that video if you want. That, that's also been my thing of just like, I'm just going to kind of play this cause it was on game pass anyway. So I didn't really pay extra money for it. So yeah, and just, just, a filler just, game, just distracts me while we're, we're anticipating the lightfall drop. Um, yep. <clears throat> but yeah, let's, let's get into the lightfall news. We got, like I said, at, at the top here, we got uh, the first blog that came out was bringing challenge back to destiny. Controversial blog. Controversial <laughs> blog indeed. Because they actually, I'm so like for you know this this is you know we're recording this days after this blog came out. So they actually put the blog out 
and there's some confusion with it. And then they actually, the same day they put up the, the TWAB, the, the Thursday blog, they actually went back and updated this blog originally and added some extra things to it. Like it was more like clarifying some of the stuff that go over and also added a section about rewards, like some of the reward updates that are coming with things. Um, so mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of uh, collected this all in this doc here and abbreviated some of that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so kind of a big few key things here that I wanted to point out is uh, if you're playing the game now, um, if you played Nightfalls, there there is difficulty tiers in those. I think it's actually, I don't think it's just Nightfalls that have this difficulty, the, the difficulty tiers of like Hero, Legend, and all that stuff. So there's a base one that is adept in the game right now. That is going away completely. Um, with Lightfall, and now the so technically the base thing going forward is going to be hero uh, difficulty level for Nightfalls, for whatever has those difficulty selection tiers, which I think is like the weekly story campaign, the yeah, it's that. the Empire Hunts. Uh, yes. I think all of those have that. So that's just going away now. Um, this, and, and now uh, hero will be the base. Um they said to get into those difficult that that starting difficulty tier, you have to be for the expansion at soft cap, which for Lightfall will be seventeen fifty, um, and then any any tier above that, the next tier above that, I think is master, and you have to be at power cap to get into that it's legend or uh, legend. Yeah, thank hero you. Hero then legend. Yeah. Hero and then legend. So for legend, you then have to be at the power cap which will be 1800 and then assuming you know it's standard stuff 1810 will be the pinnacle cap if you want to get to pinnacle cap um but yeah those are the main ones though like 1750 if you want to do if you want to do hero and heroic tier nightfalls or other activities you have to be at 1750 and then if you want to do anything higher than that you have to at least be 1800 um so that's 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 what will be going forward um, they're introducing a, a new kind of modifier difficulty ses- system here. The big thing, like the big thing which they introduced in Season of the Seraph was the kind of, pa- like the kind of the power thresholds that you can't overpower. So if you know, if you've done these, the heist battlegrounds, those are always, you're always minus five power from whatever your power is in that, no matter what you do. That's just mm-hmm. the, the, what's the modifier on. So that is just going to be a thing across a bunch of modes in the game now. Specifically, like Nightfalls is the exact same way. So hero, hero difficulty, you'll always be minus five power. Legend, you will be minus ten. Um, and then I think it is uh, master is, or it might be minus, it might be minus fifteen for legend. Um, I, I think I have it in here. It's minus fifteen for legend, minus five for hero. Yeah, minus five for hero, minus fifteen for legend, minus twenty for power. Or minus twenty for master, and then twenty minus twenty five for grandmaster nightfalls, which that still is what it is now. So basically, that that also includes other stuff. So they have lost sectors will now be um, well for lost sectors specifically. You you can still overpower those a little bit, but for like um, I think it's uh, for raids, master raids. From now on, you will always be minus twenty. The same with dungeons, master dungeons. You're always going to be minus twenty under those now. Let's let's full stop and just talk about this first. Yep. Okay. How do you feel about this? I'm I'm fine with I'm fine overall I'm fine with these changes because I think they have to make these uh, the the highest of the highs they have they had to have made more challenging because I think that's what people wanted like overall they they what they are attempting to do with this uh, as they say in this article is they're trying to make master feel like contest mode raid days 
And mm-hmm. that's what con- contest mode generally is minus 20. Now there are like extra modifiers and you have stuff like champions are in those, those difficulty tiers now on some of that stuff. So those are not there on day one raids in some regards, you know, some yeah. raids have champions, some don't, but they're usually not like a big factor where like in some of this master tier stuff. So like, that's definitely a, a differentiation uh, there, but you know, there's a lot of other things that go into this too, like the, like the surge and threat stuff. Like, I don't yes. think that stuff is too much in um, the Master Raids and Dungeons, per se, if I remember correctly. I don't think it is at all, currently. But um, there's there's a few things that they kind of go over with this stuff that kind of is being incorporated in this. But overall, I think I think for the the Master Tier content, the hardest of the hard content, like, these, the, it makes sense to do this. Especially with, like, the stuff, other stuff they're introducing from, like, they're making adept weapons have enhanced perks... They're making things that, like, eventually there will be a point where you can take uh, adept weapons and, like, enhance them further, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the whole thing with it. Like, you're going to be able to take raid weapons and enhance them at some point. Like, there will be some point where there's just, like, any weapons you're getting, you can you can enhance them. So, like, I think there is, like, a, a reason to, like, bring the difficulty up in this game in general just because of, like, uh, this kind of stuff, like, like... In, ter- in terms of that stuff, like we we'll get into like Nightfalls and and Vanguard stuff and like all those changes. Like, I definitely think you're you're crazy person if it, this stuff sounds like it is the end of the world to you. <laughs> yes, for sure. Because there's definitely people who are acting like it was and like you know we'll we'll get, we'll get into that. But I I, I do want to like give a little bit more information on uh, this yeah, stuff I just, here. Just the the minus power. This definitely like. It makes me more concerned with my personal level of enjoyment for master dun or master dungeons and master raids. I'll say, <laughs> not that I like frequently did those activities out of an enjoyment factor, right? right. Not, not necessarily, um, yeah. but I I don't particularly love contest mode. I know that's like very contrary to a lot of people. I think a lot of people really enjoy contest mode, mm-hmm. even playing ground. Um, makes that day one raid experience a lot more interesting and, and makes things matter a lot more. And I'm sure that will matter for master raids going forward. But as someone who like worked through all of Master King's Fall over the course of five weeks uh, last season, and I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, and, and definitely appreciated as the season went on, it got a little bit easier as I got stronger. Uh, I, I just always felt that there was plenty in those to make them very difficult. Sure. Uh, I just I'm thinking of now going back to Master War Priest and doing that experience. Like you'd have to kill you'd have to kill me and drag my dead body into that <laughs> encounter with these changes like retro it like retroactively makes those things so much less appealing to me. Sure. And I think on on some level that is a bummer. But you know much like everything here, it is like we have gotten so deep into the territory of everything being different that like, like all mods changing was already enough where it's like, well, I guess I'll have to see how this is going to be. But like that and this and that and this, like all on top of each other. It's just, yeah, it's so many unknowns. It's definitely like, I'll, we'll wait and see. We'll see how it goes. um, See what the interest level is. And with surges added into it, um, and, and stuff like that. It'll certainly be easier to kind of keep up with enemies. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't, I'm not super stoked about negative 20 power master dungeons and raids. 
But again, we can continue and, and we'll see how yeah. how it goes. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it def- that definitely something that that'll like that. That's something I think of that level. You just you just have to see it in action to really have a mm-hmm. feeling for it. Um, but a big other thing they're introducing, um, which is uh, which are going to be surges and threats. Um, they're going to yeah. be added into the, like activities across the board. Basically, if you play the game now um, in Nightfalls, specifically or like most of where these shows up, there's a thing called acute burns. So it'll be like acute solar burn. Basically, makes it so you know, hey, um, and when your your solar abilities, your solar weapons do more damage, but enemies who do solar attacks of some kind, those also do more damage to you in turn. A lot more damage. <laughs> a lot more damage. So basically they're splitting their they're splitting those so the put like so basically like surges now will be like your abilities and weapons that match this um these elements uh will g- gain a 25% damage boost um if you are on a surging subclass your kinetic weapons will also get a 25% damage boost so you basically if it's like your your sol- it's solar surge for a week your solar weapons your solar abilities We'll get a damage buff, but also like any kind of kinetic weapon you use. It doesn't have like an element attached to it. If you're running that subclass. If you're running the solar subclass that week, it will mm-hmm. those weapons will get a 25% damage buff. Um, so they, they did tell us the the season 20 surges. So all season long, strand will always be a surge. Um, but then solar and void will change, will basically flip-flop uh, each week besides that uh, throughout season 20. Um, so that's pretty interesting that it's just going to be like just three. I know I definitely saw a lot of people kind of being on edge of it's like it's only going to be these three for a thing. You're shifting the metas are, and it's like I don't, I don't, I don't think that actually will matter that much considering, like considering these still do the things acute burns do, more or less, mm-hmm. except they're separated. And I was farming Warden of Nothing this week with, and I literally just had two shoulder guns, and I was arc titan thunder crashing that boss and was yeah. able to do it without any issue so i still yeah. feel like it'll be fine like granted i was like his especially considering again you are already minus 25 power in gms already in the game now so like it really is not going to change that much if anything you can if anything you can just get the boost to like kinetic damage weapons and this this surge stuff also well actually this is the different thing so i'll get to that later that's about overcharge weapons um, yeah. Threats are basically taking the negative aspects of the burns I mentioned. Where now there will be ran- the threats will be random, or um, in, I think in the Vanguard Ops playlist. But for Nightfalls, it'll continue to be like this. This particular strike or or battleground will have a specific threat tied to it. So it'll be like Solar Threat or Void Threat or whatever for that specific ones when they are a Nightfall. Yeah, which um, is good. Because that means fifty percent burn is gone, baby. Yeah, you, now it's just yeah, it's just a twenty five. It's just twenty five percent damage now instead of the fifty percent damage. So you, they're technically doing less damage to you, um, which yeah is pretty nice. And that's also like you know, you can obviously now more spec in that directly with like builds and stuff, which is nice because now it's not like yeah, because you can put you know three arc resists on your chest piece yeah, now or anytime like you want yeah yeah exactly um another aspect um to this are also now going to be overcharged weapons um so basically there's going to be one or two weapon types per activity as well as any selectable anti-champion uh perks which we'll get into 
um, whenever a basically when you have your pick an anti champion perk, that makes that weapon overcharged in activities across the yeah, board. Any activity that has overcharge, this I really like because yes. like suddenly you know you're upset that you can't use your favorite arc pulse, right? Like, well, if pulses are overcharged, boom, doesn't yeah, matter that it's arc. Doesn't matter that it's, it's arc. It's getting that extra damage exactly, bump, which is great. Yeah, this is yeah really smart. This this like this is like yeah pe- people are like getting way in over their heads about like I think granted this this was like some of the stuff they clarified and updated in this article yes. so like people kind of saw this initial thing and thought like oh this is way more restrictive they're like they were supposed to be opening up our builds and then you you do this like people were there's a whole bunch of like scuttlebutt in the earlier days. And then they they clarified with this stuff, and then like you read this, and it's like, oh wow, actually, this is still in the realm of like they're totally just opening up this stuff for way more it way than wider. it was because because now it's like three different, well, it's, well, technically be two different um, surges to choose from, and now you also have overcharge, which then you can you know use to um, use, uh, also fit out different weapons and, and like mix, mix mix and match weapons in a much larger pool than you could before because before again, like they said, it was just a cute burn. So you basically mm-hmm. were just like, well, I have to have solar stuff because these solar weapons are going to be doing more damage. So like if it's yeah. like a scout, scout, anti-champion scout stuff, you're probably going to use, use like a solar scout or something or some kind of solar DPS weapon or some kind of solar subclass where like now it's like you can do the, you can do that stuff, but now you can also use overcharge weapons to kind of mix and match to different elements Mm-hmm. Or you can use the champion mods to to overcharge weapons and do different elements. Like it's it all it is all like you know you, it opens up a lot more opportunities for the build crafting, and I really I really like that as well. Yeah, now guns that have never been able to benefit from singe or burn in the past, right? Like outbreak on top of getting its like ten percent kinetic buff will now be able to benefit from pulse overcharge, right? Yep. And now suddenly outbreak is your like one-stop absolute murder weapons stuff yep. like that arbalist which is getting nerfed and then kind of buffed again is now going to be able to do way more damage than it ever could in a gm yep. which is really interesting yeah um yeah and it it it, it helps like ease the pain of like a a 15 linear you know hurt if like linears are ever on the artifact or whatever is it it helps the things baseline stay more balanced but shift season to season in a way that is hopefully i'm sure bungie hopes is interesting yeah yeah and basically this this is their own this is their own words here i pulled from the things i'll just read this so prior to season 20 if you wanted that 25 percent damage boost damage bonus your only option was to match the damage type defined by the strike and given that match game was present in legend or above we were often requiring element flexibility to deal with shields in season 20, you can match one or two damage types or pick the same from a wide variety of specific weapons based on artifact perks. Um, additionally, if your subclass is surging, any kinetic weapon automatically gets the 25 damage bonus, no matter what type it is. And without match game, you are free to be much more flexible with the elements of your weapons, even running monocolor builds to maximize damage bonuses. So there you go. That's kind of what they're going for. Yeah. This is just, this is, yeah, it's great. This just opens up a lot of stuff. Um, uh, and yeah, I I like that a lot. Um, I like the system. sounds sounds cool. Um, yeah, I, I I can definitely see it getting tweaked in the future. Um, maybe mm-hmm. this this might be like too much, right? Um, we'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely really cool on paper. And and this is the thing where it's like, while I don't love minus 20 power in Master Dungeons and stuff, like being able to take advantage of this on top of that is interesting. And I'm curious how much of a difference it's going to make when you're already right. at such a power deficit. Was a legendary campaign for Witch Queen specifically, was that minus 10 or minus 15? I, th- I want to say it was minus 15. Because okay. I think that's why they're making Legend to minus 15, because that like essentially will be sort of like on Imperative. par with yeah. yeah the Legendary campaign difficulty. Um, But yeah, so that's that's like across, that stuff we, like we talked about is like now just across the board. It's so like it's mainly Nightfalls, like specifically, but like also like this stuff is being applied to like Dares of Eternity, Wellspring, Lost Sectors, like I said, Raids, our Master tier dungeons and uh, raids so like surge threat all that stuff those are just things I would become familiar with if that make if that didn't make sense to you I would get familiar with it just because it'll be yes. a thing find, find your forward. destiny friend and yeah. have them explain it to yeah, you yeah for sure um, so now we'll go over some strike updates um, they they did our, some of this we already knew so I'll just go through a couple of these things quickly here arms dealer like shadows getting updated um, they specifically said new enemies Encounters, mechanics, and objectives, and they also said less sparrow friendly, which I thought was pretty funny. (laughs) That was straight up some some shade on these the like Like shadow speedrunners. I mean, Arms Dealer even had a little bit of that too, to be fair, because you could like just like skip a whole area of that. So I'm curious if like that's what they mean. Um, Yeah, this is like 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 for these both to potentially like how many changes like they're listing here. Makes them sound potentially like they're just entirely new strikes because they're saying like straight up new encounters and mechanics. Yeah, like new encounters. That's wild. like that's, that. That is pretty wild. So I'm curious like what that even means. Um, the the like top tier hope is like some D1 shit like Taken King and Rise of Iron where like they went back and updated strikes to be contextual in the story. Right. Like yeah, infamously. That'd be the, cool. Uh, um, what's it? The, the strike that we have with the big servitor. Um, Devil's Lair. Devil's Lair, thank you. Devil's Lair got the update where Servitor became, Sepix Prime became all CV. Uh, right. And got the rock and yeah. roll music on it. And some of the enemies and stuff changed, which wasn't a huge change, but it was cool. And it, it felt like the, the strike had changed. I'm yeah. hoping that it's is like, what's happening. It's like these. it's like that for these two. That'd be cool. Like, yeah, I'd be, put, I'd be cool. put Shadow Legion in Arms Dealer. Like, make that, you know, I assume Shadow Legion is going to be in the, whatever the new Amino Strike is, but you know, that would like be really cool or yeah, like, you know, I agree. Add tormentors to fucking Lake of Shadows because Lord knows we never got Hive Guardians and anything cool. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah for sure. I, I, w- I would really like that as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So again, I, like I said last episode, like, Probably the first thing I'm going to do after we beat that legendary campaign, we're done. We're, we're done. Gonna, we're done streaming, down. and we're. You, you I'm think jumping, that I'm we're jumping, not going to run it with you? I'm jumping right into this trick. I want to see what this freaking Let's strike run looks it, like. Dude. Yeah, yeah, we should do it for sure after we do that campaign. I want to see it. Um, more strikes will be updated in the future, like we said that we we, met, we talked about that in the last episode. Um, so it was a uh, uh, Exus Crash and Inverted Spire will probably be the next two. Um, yeah, Psyops and Heist Battlegrounds in the Vanguard Ups playlist in Lightfall. That'll be cool. A lot more stuff, content in there. Um, they're bringing back van, uh, scoring, or they're adding scoring to the Vanguard Ops playlist. Now, this doesn't seem like it is the scoring that, like, if you played a few months back, 
Um, they, they added it back in the scoring that was more like the, the Destiny 1 strike scoring into Guardian games. Like, I, this, this maybe, maybe it is this version of it. We guess we don't know for sure. They didn't really say. But this, sound, this sounds more like it is just like the sc- how scoring works in Nightfalls um, right now. But it, it won't be, um, but it'll basically be like, you know, all the stuff you get from scoring uh, for like getting kills, reviving, picking up orbs of light, all that, all that stuff. Uh, the multiplier will be based on what the, what kind of strike it is or what kind of battleground it is. And then for, from here on, the Vanguard uh, rank you get from a particular strike will be multiplied for more depending on what this actual score is. Um, so I think they have the largest multiplier you can get is a times seven if you get over 250,000 score. Which is pretty wild. Awesome. Which yeah, which is pretty wild. But I, I'm I'm assuming that it will probably only be possible on grandmasters because they said this sure. this this vanguard rank multiplier um, um, for each thing it does include nightfalls. So I'm assuming that that, that 250,000 is probably from from doing just grandmasters. Yeah, but it it also says right. It's every five thousand points over the initial thirty k. Will will get you some level of multiplier, probably one point one to one point two, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. If you're just running strikes on on like double Vanguard week, and you hit your your five time streak, and you hit like I'm trying to think like Insight Terminus. I guess you won't hit that because it's not in the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> just start farming us, yeah. or uh, you hit something that like would be something where you can get like you know maybe seventy k on a normal strike, like suddenly you're getting you know. 1.2 times five times times two right like yeah, it's exactly, like oh yeah. <laughs> you're you're blasting through those those vanguard ranks now which makes sense with how you have to stack hundreds of vanguard engrams to like get yeah to get if you want to like legacy focus stuff um, yeah for sure yeah this is this just it adds more incentive incentivizing of like you know actually playing the strike as well um, which I which I'm all for because you are Same. getting those increased you are getting those increased multipliers for higher scores, which gives you more rep to level up uh, hit, hit that rank faster, get more Ingrams, upgrade his track for maybe for all like the stuff on the tracks. Uh, I yeah this this I like I like that uh, I like that addition for sure. And um, the yeah. um, the change for Nightfalls where its cumulative score has to hit 200k, you don't have to do it in one run anymore. Right uh, or 100k in one run, which is great because maybe I'll actually get that pinnacle every week now. Yeah, because that's not too because that's basically still just running a couple of those. And then um, I think the other thing was like they technically made it so you have to run five strikes total, or you can run higher to your nightfalls, and that does like. I think that's just for a powerful. I don't I don't remember exactly what they said there. Yeah, but but that'll that'll be a different change, and I, but I think it'll be overall fine because I like these changes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, it's going to be so different. It's just I'm not. Yeah. I yeah. Ha, it's hard to imagine like running a regular strike where it's like not a complete breeze. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and it's something else that they mentioned here. I think I have it somewhere in here, but strikes um, with the difficulty change that they're making across the board, strikes will no longer be power ena- enabled or, or power disabled. I think is how they. Put it. So basically, what that means is that you can't you can't over level strikes anymore, base strikes anymore. But like the, the enemies are always on level with you. Um, so like this really is not that big of a deal. Like no, straight up, not. people. 
Um, if you have played, if you have played ga- a match of Gambit that's, and fought enemies in Gambit, that's literally all it's going to be. That's how it is in the game now. Like it's actually kind, it's kind of crazy if you actually think about that. Like you were able to that drastically overlevel freaking strikes, but you couldn't do something like that in Gambit. Like when strikes <laughs> is like the main thing. Come on. Yeah. So like this is just going to be based for that. I think that I, I like that a lot. Um, I, I, I personally like that a lot because like I strikes are probably some that's still mo- even as kind of mundane as they kind of can be as they are right now. Like that's probably the thing I play the most because, yeah. you know, you can just do all kinds of the moment to moment activities, doing bounties or doing leveling up crafted weapons, doing this, doing that, like whatever it is. It is just kind of playing the game um, for that stuff. And I don't really engage with Gambit or Crucible that much. So, like, I, I would like the Vanguard Ops to feel more active and, and be also more in line with the difficulty of, like, the larger game when you go into, like, braids and dungeons and other stuff. So I think this all makes sense. Um, people were so up in arms about the this, like, increase and then the thing about rewards let me tell you, they already kind of told us about rewards for this because there actually are technically increased rewards from all of these things because they did tell us um, cosmetic rewards are going to be in the playlist now. So, like, granted, it's also older stuff. So there will be folks probably like me, even me myself, probably has a decent amount of this older stuff because I played the game for many years. But I guarantee if you're somebody who's complaining about this um, the upper upper difficulty as like somebody's like oh I don't have that much time to play I got like five kids or this whatever like I get it you know everyone has their life you know they have their jobs and not everyone can commit that amount of time if you're that person if you but if you are that person that means that is more rewards for you because you probably are not playing that actively to get that stuff in the first place years ago so those are new things for you to get also. A big thing that people are overlooking, again, we talked about it, granted, you know, again, a lot of information to take in and and over these weeks and stuff, but legacy focusing, you can Mm -hmm. just go play base level strikes, get Vanguard Engrams, and go get some of the best weapons of the game from those legacy focusing Nightfall weapons. Like, you can go get Hothead, you can get Duty Bound, you can get, like, Plug One, like, there will be a bunch... Yeah, some of the best like some of the best weapons in the game. You can just like play those base level Vanguard and strikes now and go get those. So like you, there is actually more rewards here um, from 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 this from yeah. Vanguard ups that like I think people are just not connecting all those other things together. Um, and I it's think that's better. Because, like, <laughs> realistically, like, you're saying, oh, make it more rewarding. That's like, what are they going to do? They're going to drop more. They're going to make it so it drops more, like, freaking the stupid fool's remedies strike sidearm. Does anybody even, like, use that at all? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> no. like, but those other things are more meaningful, like cosmetic rewards and the nightfall, like, things focusing and stuff you can do from that from working towards them. So, like, there are some legitimate, like, better rewards across the board for this stuff and like again strikes are basically just gonna be hard as a match of gambit now when you fight enemies in gambit that's literally like they're gonna be on that same team now that's all it is it's like really not that much harder if like that for some reason sounds harder to you like i don't know what to tell you like you know i don't don't know it's i think people just got too overblown about this it's tough because, like, I do play with a lot of newer players, or at least I have been recently. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely a reality where it's like, 
folks are forgetting to use their heavy weapon or or right, forgetting sure. to put all their abilities on cooldown and that is also pushing the challenge up for them when we're doing strikes or whatever um, and strikes are something that they feel good about keeping up with and then they jump in the game and the enemies are killing them more and stuff so I think on some level the people that are going to be affected by this the most it is going to you know make or break either push them away or push them into using all the tools at their disposal right, right? i think mm-hmm. if you are doing that you are certainly not going to have that tough a time right cuz yes. you know you and i that's what we're doing we're making builds grenades yeah. always on cooldown getting finishers to get it back to use it again and and it's yeah. that tempo and that's the best part of destiny so yes. like hopefully the goal here is clearly to push everyone into build crafting, make it accessible, put loadouts in the game, give yes. everybody all the mods, right? Like the I, the Do hope that. here is that everybody's going to be having a better time because everyone's yeah. going to be actually playing the best part of Destiny. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think yeah, and, and that's it's smart and that's, on that level. Yes, right? exactly. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like it's smart on that level because it is like it is pushing for that. Because like peep, there's like I know there's like been so many years of Destiny of just like I don't know the shooting feels good. It's a good shooter. And yes, of course. But that is like at this as as we've gone on the years, like that is now like baseline to me. Like of course the guns are gonna feel good. They're always gonna feel good. But now there's like so much layered on top of that of like how you can like you know feed into like doing like ability regens and cooldowns rapidly with mods or with aspects and fragments. Putting um you know. <clears throat> exotics into that like art pieces of armor exotic weapons like there's just like so many more layers now to it and i think like if if anything i'm i'm hoping like the bump in difficulty ultimately does push people to like expand their horizons and look at you know things like build crafting and destiny and see how like it can take this game to another level than just like gun gun kind of good gun feel good you know, <laughs> yeah, gun I know. Like, I like that gun. That's and that's it. Like, this game has so much more to offer, and I'm glad. Like, you know, a lot of these changes with Lightfall are looking to push people more into those those avenues, and I just hope people are are uh, open to it. Yeah, and you know, the, I think also a lot of the other changes, uh, like the keys in the seasonal activity, always getting rewards from seasonal activity, will mean mm-hmm. like. Hey, you don't have to run as many strikes. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do other stuff to get rewards, and that's fine. Uh, so, like the brain dead strike playlist, because I got to level up this sniper rifle, and so I'm just going to run 30 strikes, uh, or yeah. I got to get uh, 12,000 candy for some reason to guild this title. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to like throw my corpse into the strike playlist for three and a yeah. half hours. Find, like, throw some podcasts in a playlist or something. Let's get through exactly. This. Yeah. <laughs> that that might not necessarily be the move anymore, but I I think in place of it is a much more interesting video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous just because it's different and change is scary. But sure. that, yeah. but I I am overall very excited. Yeah, yeah. I I I see. I see no problems, but maybe that is just the the so the quote unquote uh, secret elitist inside of me. Yeah, like, the secret data that just wants <laughs> like I I do want this game to like feel a little bit more challenging. I am like I, I'm all for it. I, I'm like and, so and excited, enga- to- challenging, but also like in that becoming more engaging and and mm-hmm. making making like my builds 
the builds I like think think, think about and tinker with matter in more content than just like like when I go into a GM or when I go into like even like a raid because like sometimes even like base personally like base level raids for me like don't feel like especially challenging because I know I can just kind of mess up with this stuff where like now like there's a potential where that there's feel more there's feel more interesting not just like in in the period we're about to be when we jump into lightfall and we're still leveling up and getting to our levels where where, you know, once we hit that max level cap, a lot of this content is, you know, is, you know, beneath me, quote, like, you know, again, to be elitist-esque about it. Because it's lower level, and yeah, and it's, and like, you know, I can just literally throw a grenade, throw a single grenade from a, a build and like, and just murder everything in an entire room. And like, yeah. you know, like that, even that does like not really push my build, me to use like the full extent of my builds in a meaningful way. So I think like having more content to like push that, I, I would just like to have at, yeah. a, at, at any given time. Th- I mean, think about like, actually what I was going to say was testing builds in strikes and have yes. it feel you know, validating to yeah. some level. And when you get that, like that, you, you know, we got six, ten, six to 10 loadouts, you know, have a strike build that's like rotating maybe of like, yeah. Oh yeah, this helps me clear through these really, really quick. And it's actually super fun. Cause I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Um, instead of again, throwing a grenade and dissociating for 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I do think this is a net positive again if it if it didn't come with things like loadouts or or uh, uh, legacy focusing it would be more of a hard pill to swallow but no like we're getting the whole picture this is yeah you know this is destiny 3 baby yeah a, a lot of stuff there for sure um, so let's see the, the nightfall I there's some extra nightfall things um, I won't again we, we already went over like the, the power discrepancies but like um they introduced this season, like they kind of lowered the um, max, or they lowered like the, the entry levels, so to speak, of when you can get into this. Um, and I think, and I think, like you know, they kind of gave us numbers for like what is considered the max effectiveness of these um, of of these like different tiers. Mm-hmm. So you can get into the like they said at night for nightfalls now. At hero difficulty, you can get at seven uh, seventeen fifty, but if you get up to seventeen sixty five, that'll essentially be like your maximum effectiveness in that playlist. So, like, even if you're seven fifty fifty fifty, you'll technically be lower and take more damage, but you still can level up a little bit and like gain a more effectiveness in those things. Like, if you are having a hard time and when you try and jump in at seventeen fifty, and that goes for all of these. So, like, legend again, you can get in at eighteen hundred. Uh, the power cap, but if you get up to eighteen fifteen, which would be like a pinnacle cap, or like with the art, maybe with artifact leveling, you can get up to that a little bit better. Like you mm-hmm. can be technically at max eighteen fifty effectiveness for your power, and that can help you out a little bit. Um, and then eighteen twenty, and then eighteen fifteen for the for the later things, which is interesting because legend and grandmaster are technically on the same tier um, of like effectiveness, but then like master, you could still be an extra five. So that's interesting how that kind of ended up splitting up, but. Um, that'll just how, it, how it'll be. Um, yeah, it is very funny that <laughs> you have to be lower level to get into Grandmaster before you get to Master yeah. effectively. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, um, again, they, they talked about uh, Master Raids and Dungeons and like the things that are coming with that. So uh, they're good. They're, Master Raids and Dungeons will have these overcharged weapons and surges. So there's no threat modifier, so enemies technically aren't going to be doing more damage from a specific damage type, but you mm. will be like uh, negative 20. But you will have an overcharged weapon and your two surge weapons, our two surge modifiers will also be in effect in these as well. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Um, and I think I like that because they said like, you know, this brings them in line with master experiences, but you don't need to build craft towards surge and overcharges. So this is to make yeah. it so combat. I think that's more so for like, cause it says combat combatants don't have increased health or increased stagger resistance, which in some other activities they are going to have that. So they're, they're a little yeah. tankier and can take a little bit more, um, hits to kind of stagger, um, that that means there's some enemies will be in your face more a little bit um yeah but you know that's not going to be in master uh, raids and dungeons so yeah so i I don't know i I think this that's a good call for sure i think i'm so curious how it's gonna feel yeah that's this this still a specific thing like you have to feel it out of like but dang is this is this like red bar enemy just gonna be like tanking through my shots or something like we we guess we don't really know specifically but we get a later uh, comment on legendary difficulty of like, you know, we played Witch Queen three stack and, you know, we had a great time, but the, those were some chunky acolytes out yeah, there. Yeah, there's, 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 there's some chunky, uh, there's some chunky enemies, especially in the later missions of that uh, campaign. Yeah, those sure. knights, man, those knights are chunky. Yep. Yep. Um, so, so I'm glad that's changing and, and that they're specifically looking at that for different types of activities. Mm-hmm. Um and and adjusting it accordingly, I, I think that's really cool and that's really smart. Uh, yeah. My new working theory, Mike, is that Strand is just busted. <laughs> they okay, have to yeah. make everything. I think, I think it'll be busted. Super yeah. hard. I think it'll <laughs> like, be busted. Yeah, I do because like remember we seen that Strand trailer. You see a hunter like ta- uh, suspend an unstoppable champion, yep, and the yeah. idea of suspending champions hadn't ever entered my mind, and I was yep. like. This this might be busted actually. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be suspending is I think gonna be just like insane for I yeah. think for like for like GM or like champion content and stuff like that because assumingly you could I guess I don't know if you could suspend like other champions but like yeah because like suspending simply works on unstops but like I don't know if that would maybe work on like an overload or like an anti barrier per se an overload and then suspend it. Yeah, that also that would be pretty nuts. Which would still be busted. Which would still be pretty busted. Which like, but to be fair, like you could you can do that with stasis technically too, right? Yeah, you, you can could, like, stun it and then freeze them, or just freeze them outright. So like, kind of is in line with that a little bit. But that's it's pretty so that's, exciting. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I I agree. I think it's it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a little busted across the board. <laughs> People are not. And, gonna, I don't think you know what? Like that PvP either. But hey, here we it's, we it's, all know it's all, how, it's all how it goes. We all know how much PvP gameplay of Strand they've shown, which is one scene and yeah. nothing else. Yeah, they, they showed one scene and it, it was giving a hunter a freaking overshield and it increased damage, like damage resistance and like flinch and stuff. And, and flinch it's like, resist, yeah. Mm. I wonder how this is going to go. Yeah, yeah. but you know, it's fine. It'll be fine. Everyone. It's fine. It's just, have, just, new. Have, just have, new. Just have fun with it. Who cares? The, Maybe in a month the nicest, now, care more, but like for now, it'll be fine. The nicest part about all of this difficulty stuff and this whole article and everything changing like this is it's 
it's just going to feel so fresh. Yeah. You know, it mm-hmm. might be, you know, rough for some parts of the game for a while. Definitely. Like, I, you yeah, know, you can't avoid there's, that. There's always part. There's always, there, there's always something, right? Like it's not to, not to be like, not to harp on it. Cause like they, they're especially now. Cause like, I, you know, I look, I think about it, I look back and like, wow, like I thought which queen had a lot of changes. And then you see this, it's like, it's a whole nother <laughs> level. And which yeah. queen, and which queen like was an amazing expansion, but they're definitely little bits and pieces around it that weren't like the perfect as you like came as you we got later into that season and we start realizing like hey, I mean, it's great like i'm sure this will we will get to that point with post lightfall um yeah but you know some of these that's things just, are, and that's are, just and i think that's just change. that's just natural to like how you know they do things because it is a live game it is ongoing i guarantee there's a lot of times where they have like a a, a big a, a a massive system overhaul in mind and they have to do it incrementally like this because it makes more sense than rather of making an insanely massive change that like if it has issues they have it'll be something they can't easily like go back in and, and like change minor things right yeah. like i think of like crafting weapons but in particular like think how dramatically different that is you know, we'll get into it later in this thing talking about guardian ranks, but like guardian ranks is, is the one for me at the moment that I'm looking at. Like, I think we're going to get this in Lightfall, and it'll be interesting, but I bet that's a dramatically different looking system in like, yeah. you know, even like two seasons from now or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but yeah, but regardless, um, we'll just, you know, some of that is definitely like we said a couple of times, like it's just a wait and see. There's just so much stuff and we're literally again, hours away. So we'll just have to start seeing stuff. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, I forgot we were hours away. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's how deep in this I was. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, more. So again, more activities are getting the, um, the surge threat and overcharge weapon treatments. Let me just go through these kind of quickly here. Lost sectors mm-hmm. are to get one overcharged weapon. Two surges and the threats will be depended dependent on what uh, so, um, uh, dependent on which uh, lost sector it is. So whatever lost sector it is, it'll it'll have a specific threat. Um, the uh, combatants uh, are harder to stagger, have more health. Um, yeah, again, legend and master difficulties. Um, combatant lost sectors feature plus twenty combat. Doesn't mean you can over level it by twenty. Um, so that's that's interesting that you can do that in those. I guess that's maybe because they want to keep it in. Thank a, God. They want to maybe keep. Yeah, that's probably because they want to keep I it in a realm where like this activity hold, getting harder. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because like it seems like what they're positioning this as ultimately because you know another thing they've said, which I think is somewhere in this in this. Uh, it's in the actually, rewards part. It's actually it's actually in this part too. There will be additional pass requiring lightfall exotic armors that you can discover oh, yeah. on two twenty eight. So it seems like they're moving away from like uh, I think they said it in the like I think we talked about it last week as well, where like they're moving away from the initial source of getting a new exotic in the game being like go run a, like the legend law sector for the first time or what probably most people do is this horde legendary ex- leg- exotic ingrams and they think that they get them charged <laughs> right away i mean so like i think they're trying to mo- intentionally move away from that and just let people like naturally get them as they play the game yeah but what they can probably Which do is that is like maybe the maybe the roles from those aren't the greatest so maybe you want to go back into a legend or master lock sector to try and get a better role of it um now I think that's a good thing to do, but I still think they need some kind of extra thing to like weigh what exotics you're seeing. Yes, because like if you can't, because if it right now like you know your player like me or you who literally has every exotic from the first year of Destiny Two to you know last the ones that came last season, like you have like you know 
even even if it's just arms week, you have like twenty different arm exotics you can get on any given class. So yeah. like it can be tricky trying to just get the one you need. So I would love um, a, a system similar to what they had in, in D one. Zuri used to sell an item called a three of coins. This is post Taken King, uh, mm-hmm. where every boss you beat had a accumulating chance to drop an exotic. Uh, until it eventually did, and then it would consume the three of coins. Yeah, actually, what if, I, th- I think there used to be something like that in even Destiny Two. Yeah, I, there might there might have been. It'd be cool if like they combined that. Like, remember the old school Nightfall card that you would get from Zur? Um, that would like you would choose the modifiers for the Nightfall in, and yeah, that would yeah, 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 how hard yeah, it would yeah. Be. Combine that with like the idea of a three of coins, and it's like you can choose modifiers in it to dictate what exotics that you would get from running lost sectors yeah that that'd be cool at the end uh yeah there's plenty of room for them to figure yeah, stuff out there they, they, I'm definitely sure they'll figure it out yeah for sure oh the, yeah i think they'll they'll figure something out they're definitely leaning towards that because it seems like they're positioning these as the like run these a bunch to try and get better rolls of the exotics you maybe have already have gotten but um, also when, when we did get eventually the the um rewards update they'll also drop uh, two enhancement cores and a medium chance of one more and one enhancement prism with a chance of one more as well. So that's like immediately becomes a, immediately a very better. good resource farm Yep. Um, at the yep. very least. So th- it, that makes me want to run it more than the exotics, honestly. Yeah, because you can just farm prisms and cores and stuff. Yeah, it's good. Good, good change. Good change. So nightmare hunts, empire hunts and campaign weekly mission missions are getting one overcharged weapon, two weekly rotating surges, threats depending on the type of activity, um, and then the the difficulties, uh, the difficulty challenge tiers will have the power uh, discrepancies as well. So here we'll have minus five, legend will have minus fifteen, master will have minus twenty. It's interesting that these are getting them now. I'm curious if they have plans to make these relevant because like. Empire, who's running Empire Hunts and Nightmare Hunts these days? Not yeah. many, right? So yeah. I'm curious if they maybe have, like, they're maybe going to maybe incorporate these back into, like, the Power and Pinnacle Grind or something. Or or, or potentially incorporate them into the Vanguard Ops playlist. But, yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, and then, like, the weekly mission stuff, I would assume, like, they, they didn't say which queen weekly missions. They said weekly missions, so I, I, I bet... You maybe get like a similar playlist like that for uh lightfall that'd be really cool um yeah it'd be cool if like maybe final shape comes around and we can finally combine that into like yeah i would i would that's that's really the dream i would have is like even even going beyond that um and making it like how they're doing the exotic mission rotator um, have a like yeah. weekly mission rotator where it is like here's some here's like you know missions from Witch Queen, um, Light Lightfall, Final Shape, and all of the other expansions from Destiny. Like here's some oh, maybe pull yeah. some pull like they don't have to bring back every single one, but maybe bring out like a best of of like some Red War missions, best of of Forsaken missions, and like Shadow the Shadow Keep and Beyond Light missions are technically still in the game, so they could maybe just incorporate and just have this massive yeah. like story playlist you can just play those missions and like get maybe like particular rewards of some kind from yeah i'd love that yep, maybe it'd be like too. a way to get the exotics from those uh 
expansions, right? Like, yeah. you play a Beyond Light thing, maybe you can get Cloud Strike, whatever, etc. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Dares of Eternity and Wellspring are also getting two rotating or overcharged weapons, weekly rotating surges, one threat, um, and then um, the um, Legend and uh, Master difficulties of those will have Extinguished. Um, and I don't, it doesn't say if these have the, like the difficulty tiers here, um, but they, they may just stay as they are. Dares previously was like normal or legend. legend. And so, uh, I so think, I think Wellspring is also the same or it's Wellspring it's, or Master. It's legend or Master, I think. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, or hero or Master or normal or Master or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I, the Dares did not have. Uh, extinguished before that's like the bump you to orbit thing but wellspring did so right i i don't yeah i don't think that's a huge change yeah and ultimately like there's i don't think there's too many people running master dares at this point i feel like but who knows well some people were uh definitely running it for uh the weekly pinnacle and stuff so i, I think uh, that'll okay that'll come back in some way yeah, potentially. Um, I've run many Master Wellsprings. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> I got <laughs> two uh, Ascendant Alloys from one oh, run once, and I wow. felt very good. <laughs> good look at that. Big, big uh, alloy grinder over here. Um, so mm-hmm. it's the seasonal Battlegrounds playlist. So as you know, we, we learned in the, the State of the Game blog, Battlegrounds are going to be the Season of Defiance-like activity. More Battlegrounds are coming. Um, Never been more appropriate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. They will have the minus five power level difficulty that they have, um, that they have right now. Uh, Like, Mm -hmm. like the, the heist battlegrounds have this season. Um, They will have a weekly rotating surge and it'll be the same as the Vanguard ops playlist. There'll be a rotating threat, no overcharge and no overcharged weapons. So there you go. Um, Interesting. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Granted, I no. uh, granted. I think like, there will you'll still have the overcharged weapons from having the the champion perk um, things. Like I think that still applies because I think that I think the per, I think the at least how like it, when we go to get to the section of the twab that talks about those perks, like it states mm-hmm. that like in those anti champion things. So I'm think I'm thinking that's just an addition to like it being an anti champion weapon. It is overcharged in any activity. I thought it was any activity that had overcharge well, as a modifier. Well, I think over. So. I think what. Well, I think what. No, what it is is the overcharge in the the modifiers are like different weapons that aren't the champion weapons. I think at least that's what I think it is. Where it's like I think those will be like different weapons, and then on top of the, whatever those weapons are, if you have anti-champion weapons, those are overcharged uh. as well. Okay, yes, I understand now. Yeah. No specific overcharge weapons in this Battlegrounds playlist, but champion weapons will. Yeah, because yeah, I would. Exactly, because I assume if they are like the Battlegrounds from this season, there will be champions in those. Yeah, there's things. definitely going to be champions. So. so it makes sense where, like, oh, even though there's no overcharge weapons, you can run the, the anti champion. You run those anti champion weapons already, and those will be overcharged in those playlists still. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, that's that's the hope is how that works. Um, but yeah, again, the they didn't initially when they put a lot of this info out, they didn't state reward updates and people were miffed by that. Granted, like I can I would kind of agree with the nightfall aspect and maybe even the um some like the master tier stuff, but like I don't I don't really think 
Vanguard Ops base level did not need to be me rewarding in an interesting yeah. way. And again, really. I, I, I layered up the other things already because it technically is still getting way more rewarding with like cosmetic stuff and <clears throat> legacy focusing. But we are, but the, the Nightfall stuff is getting updated. It's mainly like, it's mainly more focused on like updating currencies rather than giving you like more potential at, you know, legendary weapons or exotic drops. Granted, a lot of this stuff at those tiers still gave you stuff like I'm I'm still assuming, you know, if you get platinum rewards on a Grandmaster Nightfall, you know, you're going to get a bunch of the reward tier reward thing updates here. But you will still probably get an exotic drop adept weapons for whatever the adept weapon season for that season is like that stuff will be here, too. But they're basically across the board for these difficulty tiers upping the the um, the currencies that drop from them. So basically, for for hero tier of Nightfalls, now you're guaranteed one prism, two enhancement cores, and both of them have a medium chance of giving you an additional one. So you're right. always guaranteed to get one enhancement prism and two cores um, for any hero Nightfall you complete. Legend, right. yeah, great, great. That's great stuff. Like giving guaranteed like drops. Yes, thank you. Please, it's, good. it's very, very good uh, change across the board. Uh, bumping up to legend tier will give you a small chance in an ascendant shard and you'll always get two enhancement prisms so there you go master mm-hmm. will give you one in enha- one ascendant shard and then two enhancement prisms and both of them will have a little bit higher chances to give you additional ones as well that is awesome that yeah you don't even have to do a grand master nightfall anymore to get a ascendant shard um yes that's pretty cool and then Grandmaster Nightfalls will give you an Ascendant Shard with a higher chance to get with a high chance to give you more than just the one shard. So you're pretty much, I'm taking that as you probably will generally get two. Yeah, you're gonna generally get two. Yeah. And then uh, you also get four Enhancement Prisms with a medium chance of getting two more on top of that. Um, and that's just, and again, think of it like as like these are probably just base. So if you have a bonus double drop week you're probably getting even more of this you might be getting like three or four <laughs> shards now from a grandmaster yeah, nightfall or something like that that's that's pretty awesome yeah like 15 enhancement prisms years like that like, yeah <laughs> that's 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 gonna be cool i i like that across the board yeah. like you know that like that across the board that's nice um legend yeah. legend again like so you said nice. Yeah, like you said, um, Legend Lost Sectors will have two enhancement prisms or two enhancement cores and an enhancement prism every time you do them. And then at Master Difficulty, it'll be that still, but you'll have higher chances of getting additional ones. So you might have a chance to get like three prisms or, or, or two cores um, from a Master one. So that's pretty cool. Again, guaranteeing that you can just like, you know, farm out some prisms or cores from those is pretty cool yes yeah <clears throat> so diff- very needed very needed i agree um so that was that was kind of the main stuff from that uh bringing challenging challenge back to destiny article overall again yeah i've already i kind of already state my feelings on it like i i i kind of like all this stuff i like that strikes are becoming like they're trying to make strikes more engaging again like that was something i talked about weeks up in these various sources of the podcast so far of like strikes are a core part of this, this game. I get that. Like there's people who like want more out of crucible and want more out of gambit, but like strikes have been the mainstay longer than a lot of that stuff is in my opinion, even as like a, de- yeah. like not a destiny one veteran, like strikes. I think strikes have needed something like this 
for a long time and to see it finally kind of happening and knowing like one of the big core things that is going to be refreshed over the course of this year post Lightfall are like strikes is is really nice like seeing them go back to old ones that I've run hundreds of times to, with like adding new encounters adding new mechanics to them like that's that's pretty wild that's like more than I ever thought they would they would yeah. do and I'm just I'm happy they are doing it I'm happy that like you know like you said, there were like strikes can now more properly feel like an area where it's like, let me just, I just want to try out this build. Oh, this new exotic came out or, oh, like I saw this, this YouTuber X or Y's build. Is this actually worth like d- doing or not doing what we'll see. And then I can, I can feel like I can like make that build and go into a strike and actually like get like a meaningful play session out of like seeing if this is worth it rather than, you know, hoping you know, having to do some weird back end backwards thing or like maybe like go into some weird like lost sector to like see if this is even worthwhile to use. I like that, like they're bringing them up across the board as like somebody who's regular to it. And I, I, I get it. You know, there's again, I'm here. Here comes my 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 pushing up my glasses <laughs> for <laughs> audio. Elitist my, my, elitist, comes out. my elitist uh, take on this to an extent to an extent like if you're somebody who like reads all the stuff and is like disappointed the game's getting quote-unquote harder like oh like sorry like i i understand you know everyone has different times and availabilities to do this but clearly they're doing it which means there's probably just like you know you would probably argue that they shouldn't design the game for the top top one percent of one percent like world's first running racers you know if you're somebody who's like you know, can only put like maybe like an hour a week into this game and can't like, you know, and has like, you know, can't or is not willing to like maybe make that full investment for various reasons. Like you, they can't design the game around you either. They have to design around the middle, which are like probably people more like us who like actively are playing multiple nights a week, playing for a few hours upon hours. Like there clearly is enough of us, like they're clearly making these changes. There's clearly enough of us in this playing this game actively to like support making all of these grand changes. Right. So Mm. like in that same way, like, you know, you kind of just have to accept it for what it is. Like if you're, if you're kind of, if you're kind of on either of those spectrums, you know, they can't really fully make the game about you. Yeah. So, and I, I also to like to add on to that, I think, like I don't I wonder I know Destiny has been we we've described it like when I uh have been on like other podcasts and things and talked to people about Destiny and there's like this level of intimidation with it right um the people that w- we said would like you know sometimes Destiny are just friends that want to get on and run some strikes and and hang out and talk like I I understand the feeling that like this is making the game less for you, but I think like what it is saying is you should engage with this game on the level that it wants you to, because you're going to have a better time. Yeah. Um, And there's, there's like so much like to talk about what we're excited about just in general. Like I am way more excited to run nightfalls. Like I never do the nightfall ever. I I never (laughs) Uh, really did either. Yeah. Uh, cause like I don't generally, if I don't have to, I'm not going to engage with certain champion content cause I don't want to have to switch stuff around. But like the first thing at the top of all this was like, Oh, now subclasses are going to be able to stagger champions. Right. Yep. Like that, 
on its own makes the idea of running a nightfall like way chiller at the very least right yeah. even though the base difficulty nightfall is now going to have champions in it right um that is a bummer for some people but like having that built-in stuff is going to force people to learn it more i think yeah uh and engage with it more and again i don't have to switch my mods to be ready for champions because they're just passively yeah. on the guns i was probably using already yeah uh you don't you don't have to all. slot in or you don't have to slot slot in artifact mods anymore to counter that they're just perks now that you just yeah. unlock and then, then all then all it is is equipping that equipping a weapon, or like you said, it is now just equipping a subclass that has those things and like making a, making a build. You can just literally like there's now there will be there's at this point now or like you know cr- like more so in a few weeks. If you are somebody who like has not taken the time up to this point and de- like plays Destiny and doesn't want to like f- do champion stuff because you don't want to like learn this specific thing, like they are putting systems in the game now like are going to make you engage with it more, but also make it so you can, you can engage with it a little bit and then never think about it again. Cause you just make a loadout exactly. and then just, you know, and then just roll with it. Like, and it, like as long as you do that, like you're probably fine. And like, that's why yeah. I'm like, it's like I was getting so irksome about like people being <laughs> so up in arms about the game getting more difficult. It's like, no, it's really not getting that much more difficult. It's just trying to push people to like engage with the things in this game more because there are really cool things in this game and a game now. Yeah. The game the, is the, not a game is I like people will probably engage with destiny for so long as this thing that was just like gut again, like I said, gun gun feel good. It's Halo, it's the Halo people, gun good, shoot good, feel mm. good. Where like Destiny has evolved like beyond that and you know, you have some so many cool abilities that work together. Like it is not just about like, you know It's an oh, RPG. Yeah, it's it's not just about like, oh, I'm running the purple class, so I shoot a big purple ball and that's all all you really need to know. Like now like there's so much more to it and like learning that stuff is worth doing because like it adds so much more interesting it's the best aspects part of the, game. Of the game. It is it has now become the best part of the game, yes. Yeah. So like I, I I really hope this this has the right effect and like you know another part we haven't seen about this is like how much Guardian game or Guardian I would say Guardian games Guardian ranks plays into like teaching these things which like I I immediately think like it won't be the perfect solution to maybe teaching everything because ultimately it looks like it is just kind of like sets of challenges and things to like kind of check off rather than just like more like tutorials tutorializing stuff like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll have, we'll, again, just things like a lot of these things you, you, we just have to kind of start seeing and playing. And we are so close. Um, I just ultimately I just, I just hope it works. <laughs> yeah. Th- so please just like don't crash on day one. Ultimately, I think what we're both saying is you'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> you'll be fine. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, the, yeah, I don't think they've suddenly made, made it like this. Like people consider people consider des- like there's definitely been chatter about people considering Destiny like this impenetrable video game sometimes and it's like certain aspects I 100 percent agree but I think just seeing down and yeah, playing and this shooting, isn't the part of it that this is, is this is it, not this is not part of it that is impenetrable to me in my opinion yeah. anymore like it is yeah, yeah. it is there's a lot of other things that make it impenetrable um, but not yeah. but not this anymore um, but yeah that's that's the whole discussion around. Um, the difficulty changes coming to destiny, which I think will really not be that big of a deal. I would not be, again, I would not be surprised. This was a thing people made a big deal about. And then like two weeks from now, we like completely forgot it was a thing. 
Yeah, you'll be yelling about Strand on the internet. Don't worry, you'll have other Vince Williams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, speaking of things uh, people probably are going to be upset about at some point in in Destiny, uh, the TWAB came. Um, we got some in- information in that. We got some Crucible updates. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to go through them quickly. Like, look, y'all. Like, you, you if you listen to couple episodes, now you know we are not the. We are not the PvP people to like come f- well, come to for opinions. If you listen to last week, maybe I am. Maybe <laughs> I am toxic. Maybe maybe I am. Maybe um, they talked about some competitive uh, quality of life changes for the competitive division stuff. Um, I, I didn't list everything here, admittedly, because um, there was there was actually a decent amount of stuff. But like you know, I think the big mm-hmm. things are. Um, the placement. If you're, if you're, um, since this will be like the first season, and that, and that we've, we're coming out of um, doing placement stuff, so now we're going into a new season. They have said if you are what you can now place in platinum division after your initial placement series matches, if you were adept or ascendant in the previous season. So basically, if you're either of those, you'll I think you'll start at platinum and then you can kind of work back up to those uh, if you would want to. Um, they're they're changing some of the map and mode waiting waiting for you as in like how how, how much they appear or don't appear. Rift and Showdown are being lowered, but still will be there. And they're bringing up um, survival as um, a little bit more often in those playlists. So it'll still be those three modes. You just might see a little bit left less less Rift and Showdown. Um, they are removing uh, Disjunction and Cathedral of Dusk from the, the map rotation <laughs> entirely, which I know people will be stoked about, because, like, yeah, I, like, that was, even admittedly, again, I'm by no means a PvP expert, but those, those two maps are, like, freaking huge. So, like, having <laughs> 3v3s on those maps, like, was really weird, because I don't think those are in Trials, right? They um, haven't been in. Yeah, I don't think they so, show up in Trials, because, like, they don't make sense. Yeah, it's a specific map, and that's just not one that's ever come up. So yeah, so, like, so yeah, they they are they're taking those two out essentially from that. Um, but I think the biggest thing they're introducing, we're to skip down to, I think the big thing, which is they're adding a new modifier to trials in the competitive di- division called a not swap. Um, and so what not swap does is if you change a piece of exotic armor you're wearing during the match, all of your ability energy is removed. Just like if you swapped a subclass, and like they basically kind of went over like, hey, if, if you're if you're you know if you were playing PvP, you knew like a a like a popular thing to do is how they described it as like when you're playing neutral, you're just using some general exotic that kind of helps you in PvP. But then when you get your super, you're swapping to a super um, buffing exotic to kind of have an advantage. That's how it works in the game now. People have been doing it for uh, quite some while. They've just kind of straight up just said, like, we don't really like that as, like, a thing to have an advantage over people. And especially now in a world where we have loadouts with even quicker swapping, um, potentially we just don't want that in the game anymore to to that degree. Um, so now this modifier will be on those activities where, you know, if you, weren't, you know, pick your exotics more wisely is basically what they're saying. Um, yeah, this is smart. I was like, oh, yeah, because they're adding a fucking... <laughs> button where you can switch the entire press, loadout. Just press a single <laughs> click and you're just doing it. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Cause like it still gives you, it still gives you those options and like, you know, and it leaves, it still leaves open like the thing of like, you know, if you wanted to, 
if you're if you're having if you're in a match and you're kind of more into it than I would say any either of us are, but you know, and you're having a difficult <laughs> time in the match, you can still at least like swap weapons around and be like, okay, maybe this person's using this weapon, maybe I can use this to counter that. Like it still leaves that open, that kind of strategy open. Yeah. And I think that strategy makes more sense, right? Where like And it, you can swap right at the beginning too, like yeah. if if it's something that you need to. It's like it makes it more of a strategic move instead of like a late game thing right. that could happen. Yeah. So, so I think those those are like the biggest things there for the Crucible updates. Um, they also mentioned that there will be a bigger Crucible gem, in general blog later this season. Um, so that'll so that'll be um, um, a thing to look forward to for PvP folks as they will have a more Crucible focused blog in the future. Probably talking about updates to that and maybe some other things like that. Um, but now let's get into the actual juice uh, that was in the twab. <laughs> and they the spicy gave, stuff. Yeah, they basically just gave us. They basically just gave us what the entire artifact mod slash perk um, th- uh, things we are getting this season. Was perk season tree. Your, your seasonal yeah, skill tree. Yeah, it's basically. Basi- yeah, it is basically a seasonal skill tree. Now you're right. Um, mm-hmm. I saw so, that somebody posted that on Twitter. It's a very good way to describe yeah, it, and that, it makes it yeah, like. Yeah, I agree more diablo like in in that kind of way because they have seasons and stuff too it's yeah. very cool yeah i like it as well um so i'll go i'll go quickly I'll go quickly through some of these real uh right now so we have all of our anti-champion weapons here we mm. have anti-barrier sidearm and pulse rifles overload bows unstop scout rifles and then um uh, auto rifles and submachine guns will be overload again as well because they were as well this season so again they will be those anti-champion weapons. That also means when you have one of these perks, any of those kinds of weapons will get that 25% overcharge bonus. Um, so awesome. That's pretty wild. And like, think of like, yeah, like you said, like, you know, what is, what is, what is some exotics this includes? This includes what, um, anti, this concludes pulse rifles. So you could have something like outbreak or, um, Forerunner, Collect- forerunner, anti-barrier forerunner, collective obligation, um, will be a pulse. Um, well, I guess it's like technically void, Intr- but it's but it's, I guess anti-barrier uh, doesn't matter because oh, that's overcharging it. So I think that would still give it that twenty-five percent. Right? Yeah, it would. It would outbreak. You know. Yeah. The only thing I'm curious about Overload is bo- bows. Yeah, so like Trinity Ghoul, TQ's Divination. Yeah, um, I wonder if like if. If the weapon's already intrinsic, like the the exotic's already intrinsic anti-champion, I wonder if that overcharges it as well. I'm curious how that works, because that would mean stuff like La Monarch. Ooh. La Monarch? Like, I um, think so. If it's part of the perk, I think it is. If it's yeah. like, um, if it's like, uh, what's it? The fusion, the, not fusion, the trace rifle. Cold, yeah. not cold heart. <laughs> I want to say cold heart, but. Uh, <laughs> um, Agers. Uh, Agru Scepter, yes. Um, that has anti-champion because it can slow, slow and freeze, slow but it's not intrinsic anti-champion. Right. Right. It's not in the description. At least maybe they will update the description to mention that. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah, of like how that works exactly. And then over automatic overload. That means like osteo osteo is gonna be really good with that <laughs> next season. Um there's def- it'll just be like obviously like general like legendary weapons like will be really strong with that as well. Um, that's yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. 
Yeah, that's, that's I Kalos be, SMG just Kalos will SMG always, will always be, be good. Kalos, Kalos Mini Tool, <laughs> yeah, seriously, like all of those are uh, really good. That does like make the idea of running certain dungeons depending like way more, yeah, enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, on Master could be, that could be really cool. Um, the the next the next column of mods has like an interesting new kind of idea for mods or I guess perks. Um, but they said they're, they basically are, um, are called authorized mods and they're basically like looping, like kind of looping in mods that, um, affect a certain, uh, subclass or energy type will have reduced costs when you have one of these, these perks, um, uh, selected. And so they will have ones for solar strand void and there will also be a grenade one where it's just overall grenade whatever if i guess if the mod has dealing with some kind of grenade it will lower the cost of that mod outright which i think that's that's a really interesting idea it's really cool yeah because um, especially we know we're getting like solar reloaders so just reloading the weapon of any of your solar weapons will be faster as opposed to equipping fusion rifle reloader or things like that right um or uh, the auto loading, you know, solar auto loading, strand auto loading. So, this is definitely really interesting. Like, I imagine a lot of those are going to cost two, and now they'll go down to one. Right. Uh, but that certainly frees up more space for those more potent armor mods. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, really cool idea. I like that a lot. Um, and then they yeah. have um, another mod that's in that called a multi siphon mods and that this basically grants access to armor mods in your helmet that combines the effects of the strand siphon mod with the solar and the void siphon mod <laughs> so it's basically like all of the the burns or surges rather for the season will have a singular mod so i think i'm guessing siphon is like is that making orbs isn't that what I that is believe now? So. it's like har- harmonic siphon yeah uh so that's and again so that's, it, it, that's pretty that's so. pretty wild that you will just be able to have this singular mod basically a singular mod like how we have it we have i mean we have this season where like there's like the mod that makes it so you take less damage from all three different sources as a as an artifact mod on your chest this is like mm-hmm. a similar idea but now it's just yeah it, 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 it combines orbs. it combines strand solar and safe and you can just make orbs off of that stuff fairly easily the question I have is, are those siphon mods, like, if you're running that subclass, or are they, if you're using that weapon, um, because True. then you could be running, like, a void heavy weapon and a solar primary weapon, and they're both making orbs, yeah, uh, which is pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. It, it, and it makes sense, too, because, <laughs> like, now we're not making, like, wells and stuff to get, to get, to activate those, like, armor, like, you know, elemental wells or, or mods or whatever. Now it's just armor charge across yeah. the board. So like, it makes sense that they have more ways to like make more orbs to like feed into builds and stuff. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So um, besides that, we have the the next the next column. Um, I, I shortened this one because there were like there was like a couple in here that were like you know, hey, this is going to be you know this increases the the potency oh, yeah. of like the the origin traits for some weapons, which you've already talked about. But like you know they were they were like you know pretty standard mods for the seasons now at this point um yeah we heard a couple of new ones but you know we don't know what to do yeah and so, and, I, and i have some of them still listed in later on that we can talk about okay um so the, the first perk here we uh, the first perk we had here was shatter orbs so the first time you break a combatant shield you create an orb of power if you break the shield with the matching damage type so if you you know break shield make it make an orb that's pretty good um yeah 
Solar Surge, collecting a Fire Sprite gives you armor charge. So that'd be pretty useful on probably solar subclasses for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Volatile Flow is returning, picking up more power against you, void weapons. Considering we're making a lot more orbs probably than even when we were before, that is probably going to be really good. Um, yeah, it's back, baby. It's so yeah. good, but now with orbs. Now with orbs, this will probably be yeah, this will probably be pretty strong uh, this season. Yeah. Void in general, like as we'll get we get we'll get deeper in here and uh, talk about uh, void stuff, uh, more stuff. It seems like void, at least to Void's me personally, it's gonna be really strong. Yeah. But again, but again, you know who knows? You know, strain has definitely the potential to Strain's just kind of come busted, out of nowhere. But void's gonna be very strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, next set of next set of uh, perks here starts with bricks from beyond. Defeating a powerful combatant with a void weapon has a chance to generate heavy ammo for you and your fire team. That's that seems really good because <laughs> um, you can literally you know pair that with volatile flow, put volatile rounds, and you're just mowing down enemies and just you know bricks could come popping out of any of those enemies that are dying from that weapon and this volatile seems flow. Wild. That's that's going to be <laughs> probably a really good mod. Yeah, and it means again it just frees up another helmet slot right yeah although it seems like the helmet mods are changing to be heavy ammo finder and special ammo finder from what i could tell from some images Mm -hmm. so you don't have to run it's not gonna be split up because again why because they're all gonna be the same cost yeah um so it's just another thing you don't have to run which i i wonder what those potent things you can run in this place would be yeah yeah for sure uh next 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 perk up is flare up Firebolt grenades apply more scorch stacks. Damaging combatant with a firebolt grenade spawns a fire sprite near them. So that that could be interesting. It definitely seems like you know, we'll get into some other mods of this. Uh, they definitely are trying to get people to run fireball grenades. Uh, do you know how much scorch fireball grenades cause? Right now, I don't. I don't know for sure because like fire fireball grenades are like the ones I've like never really used. So it yeah. seems like they're intentionally trying to like push for them because that's because they know probably a lot of people aren't don't really use them. Everyone just kind of uses solar grenades, right? Because they're just like kind of the best. <laughs> of course, um, or um, uh, what's it? fusion grenades. Fusion grenades um, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder if there's going to be a weird world where you're double tapping fireball grenades, as we'll hear later, and yeah, it causes an ignition. Causes an ignition. <laughs> it's it's that's totally possible for sure. Um, then we have Origin Hones. This, this uh, weapons with noble deeds, nano tracing rockets, text bound stock, and ambush orange traits are always overcharged when the modifier is active. So there you go. That literally makes probably the Season of Defiance weapons, the Neo Muna weapons, the Dungeon weapons from this season, Spiral the Watcher, and the Season 19 Seraph uh, weapons. All of them can be overcharged just with this single perk. <laughs> yeah, that's Good awesome. Lord. This this is wild. That's insane. <laughs> but I mean that's that's the, I think that's what they said, right? Like their intention with like this stuff was to make perks way more potent stuff in this because you can only have I think you can only have 12 total 12 at a time. Unlocked. You yeah. can you can reset it for free. You can only have 12 at a time. So you know, there's a lot of really potentially really good things to pull from from this. It's kind of wild. Um, so here we get we get we get a couple of our some strand ones uh, come in this season. So the first one is Allied Unraveling, rapid final blows with a strand weapon 
grants your weapon unraveling rounds with a longer duration near allies. So unraveling rounds is another Which thing we, we've heard of. We, yeah, we talked about it last week. So yeah, I believe it. I, I believe it is strong against champ or barrier, um, barrier champions. champions. Yeah. So this makes it sound like you know there will be a way to get unraveling rounds by itself, but we do not know anything really about unraveling rounds yet. Yeah. Other than we know unravel is like a perk, is a is a thing that um. It's a verb. Yeah. Is a verb for for strand. We don't really know how we're getting unraveling rounds besides this, but I'm assuming there will be a way to do that. Um, so that'll be very interesting to see, like which class ends up being like the unraveling <laughs> character, whoever that ends up being. I don't know. I I maybe will that's say the maybe that's the Titan, and then the soul, sleeper, the soul surprise, this whole Titan, this whole time Titan was like the best class. Potentially, I will say this was something when I read this initially of like. This feels like they don't know how busted this is going to be. Or <laughs> <laughs> they, they do, and they're just like, yes, let, let, yeah, let, maybe. let the world burn. Volatile rounds were crazy busted <laughs> that yeah. first season of Wish Queen, and were super yep. fun. So, Yep, for sure. Um, so then um, another strain when we're getting is called Counterweave. When you or a member of your fire team stuns or defeats a champion, you gain energy for the least uh, charged strand ability. So there you go. That could be. It's cool. It'd be an interesting one. Um, and then we have the final set of perks, which are always some of the strongest ones. Uh, so these definitely have some, some, there's definitely some interesting ones in here for sure. So there's stranded reach. Destroying a tangle with a strand weapon creates a larger and more damaging explosion. Definitely curious uh, how, how strong that is. We don't even know how strong just a normal strand explosion is with, a, with the tangle. So we'll have to see. So that could be really cool. And we know that like that can proc other things like destroying tangles on like a warlock can make threadlings and destroying, you know, tangles on other enemies might do other things, right? Yeah. Um, very curious for sure. Then we have rain of firebolts. When you have a firebolt grenade equipped, you gain a second grenade charge for firebolts. You have two firebolt grenades. So like you said, I'm Wild. sure I'm sure there's something to that. Like I'm sure it is just gonna be like a um, maybe if you use two of them, you will get that ignition if you if you have the flare up um, thing together. Or maybe it's just going to do like crazy damage. We I guess we won't really know until we see that. That that could be but, very interesting. Uh, uh, an artifact perk that gives two ability charges is like completely Pretty, new territory yeah, and new, crazy yeah, definitely, wild. Definitely, definitely, definitely a new world with that stuff for sure. Pretty cool. You could run um, Solar Warlock with Claws of Ahamkara and have two melees and two, two grenades, grenades. <laughs> and be out of control, which sounds so fun. Yeah, that could be really cool. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think of that. that that's that Infinite could be super Scorch. Off Scorching all the time. Yeah, that could be really interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of here for that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> Void, we'll be on the next, the next uh, perk we have, Void Weapons Channeling. You gain a temporary bonus to void weapon damage after defeating a target with a void weapon while at least one of your void abilities is fully charged. Damage bonus increases based on the number of fully charged void abilities you have. Jesus. What is this? Lord. <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. Now you know why they nerfed uh, the fucking heavy machine gun in Volatile Rounds <laughs> last season. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. shit, we can't let this. This would be yeah, too busted. This would be, this would be too crazy. But, I, but I'm thinking of something like the the that there's the void machine gun exotic that's coming this season like that could make that insane like yeah, cuz you're cuz you're like you, uh, if you have your 
Just get a kill with that. Um, get a kill with that. It busts its damage. Have all your abilities up. It's doing even more damage. And then you're and then you're pro- and like I think it's what like the fourth bullet like weakens a target, and then you're doing even more damage because you're hitting and a weakened target. And then you're the hitting volatile. Like that thing could be pretty. That thing has the potential to be pretty nuts. Um, yeah. Like a void. Like you could do some crazy stuff with a void rocket and like a void weapon. Like get a kill with a void. Like have like a void like weapon like SMG or you know. You know, whatever, whatever, like you know, primary, secondary weapon, and, and get kills with that. Then swap to like a void damage weapon, like a rocket or some other thing, and like probably do a lot of damage with oh, that. Yeah. You want to know how much damage Deathbringer done, does? Death, with this, yeah, Deathbringer. Do. Deathbringer. Good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna also bust out Leviathan's breath, baby, and just yes, <laughs> it's it's time. Uh, yeah, with it's getting a fucking like. 20% buff. Yeah, it's going to be that thing's, nuts. That thing's going to be crazy in GMs. Good lord. Because it has unstop, which that means there's like. Does that mean. It's unstop and volatile built in. Yeah. Does that make that like overcharge rate so it's even getting more damage technically? Because it's like a. That's, that's the thing I want to know is because like they didn't really talk about it here. And actually, the, I don't know if this was in. I think this was in uh, the. I, I forgot to pull it, I think, from the TWAB. Where they talked about stunning champions and stuff, and like yes. clarified that stuff. So yeah, I didn't pull out from that. Let me. I, I have it pulled up. Okay, if you, if you have that pulled up, because they, uh, they they did clarify like how some of the like proccing of th- of things worked with the now world of like you know the verbs will um, yes do things. So go so go ahead and kind of say what they yeah. Say. So they use uh, as like with intrinsic anti champion, they bring up Ariana's vow, divinity, and Leviathan's breath as their examples. So those have intrinsic. Um, and it seems like the only thing that supersedes an intrinsic perk is radiant. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are radiant because of a solar hunter, use acrobat dodge near you shoot anti-barrier rounds until the weapon wears off. Um, one example, Agar scepter will slow and stun an overload champion, but not pierce a barrier one, even if the player is radiant. Okay. So those, it seems like, Radiant is not going to work on something like Leviathan's Breath and, and right. Volatile Rounds aren't either. It seems like if it's like got its thin, its intrinsic thin, it's not going to change. Right. Just like how, you know, when we had Overload Bow, you know, Wish Ender didn't, couldn't also do Overload. Yeah, because uh, it has basically, yeah, it's, it is like how the game works right now where like the things, yeah. if they're intrinsic intrinsic to an anti-champion thing, they, are, they will always do that over whatever something Anything else, else. Yeah. is applying to them but that also but but then they they go on to clarify like the the verbs over supersede perks that uh, proc stuff yes because they they talk about a chill clip specifically because like, we, we talked about it before in a previous episode like riptide like it, it's how we thought it would work is riptide would be able to slow with an initial shot which would uh stun an overload then the second shot would freeze which would um, stun an unstoppable, but if you were also raiding on top of that, you could pierce anti-champion stuff, but now it seems like if you get radiant, you will pierce an unstoppable, or pierce a barrier champion, but it, but like slowing, the, the slowing effects would not, this would stun a overload um, champion or vice or whatever yeah, if you have it says that, that specifically yeah while radiant though the same weapon would pierce barrier champions but not stun overloads so legendary weapons without intrinsics are different yeah 
So basically, it sounds like the tier is exotics that have intrinsic or top, and those will always be what they do. Then if you and then there's the verbs and what they do and applying the verbs to legendary weapons um, will supersede what what a per, what any of those perks would do. Um, but is basically how I'm kind of freeing that. Essentially, yeah, like if exactly. you if you apply volatile to, I mean, I guess you can only apply volatile currently to like void weapons. But if you applied, but I'm assuming, well, that that that's interesting because then I wonder like. There's a, is there's there's a scenario where you could be radiant and have volatile at the same time, or is that possible? I guess it is yeah, it's possible. So yeah, I wonder like how the hunter came up to you. Yeah, I think, the dodge. Yeah, I wonder how that would work then. I I think there's a probably a second tier list for the subclass verbs. Yeah, uh, and I would bet radiant is going to supersede all of them because it is the strongest buff. Right. Um. But I bet. There will be a lot of testing to figure this out. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> again, I'm, I'm so much is changing. So much is changing, and like I can see, like again, going back to like uh, being a new player, that's going to be confusing. <laughs> sure, <laughs> to, to yeah. like stuff like it's luckily it's, it's specific things, right? Like, yeah, you're not probably going to know what chill clip does like out the gate, so it, it's probably not going to like get to you. Yeah, too exactly. Much, right? It's it's gonna it's gonna turn into people like staying away from or being mad when they see a solar hunter on their team because he's gonna be flipping around and being raided. It's like now I'm raiding and I can't stun this champion. He screwed up. He screwed up my stun. Like <laughs> so this, be that today. Like, That'd be these, pretty funny. These are like math freaking equations because now I'm thinking like wave splitter, which can suppress, which can stun unstoppable champions, is also a void weapon. So you could pick up an orb of power and make wave splitter. Volatile. volatile. And shoot volatile how does rounds. that work? And exactly. what happens that? Yeah, so exactly. We have you, questions. Yeah. We don't have answers. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't know this stuff specifically yet. Like, yeah, fascinating if you, stuff. If you, sus- if you suspend an, a champion, okay, no, I won't go there. <laughs> and <then> it's, <laughs> it's like that. That stuff is going to have to be worked out for sure. Yeah, I'm um, sure it'll be fine. The, yeah. the thing is, again, what we're trying to say is you'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be fine. Like, it really, I don't think it'll be a big deal. This is a very cool void perk, though. I can't. Yeah, yeah. that'll be super fun. Because I, I, this presumably will stack with surging and yep. singe and whatever, or, or threats, you know. Yeah. So it's going to make the, the when the, the, yeah, the void surge is up, it's going to make, that's going to be like, all right, it's void surge week and this this GM is up. All right, let's farm the shit out of this. That, that's what it's going to become now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so our next, our next one, I know this one, this one, uh, got you, got you perked up medieval champion glaives. You wield fire, a powerful explosive payload that stuns unshielded combatants. So it's strong against unstoppable champions. So there you go. Additionally, glaives are always overcharged when the modifier is active, um, landing consecutive hits with a sword disrupts combatants, stunning them. Uh, delaying ability energy and uh, uh, regeneration and lowering combat damage output. Strong against overload champions. And additionally, swords are always overcharged. So there you go. Overcharged swords and glaives this season as well with this uh, final champion uh, perk. Yeah, yeah that is the pretty only, cool. The only bummer is that it's not in the fourth column. It's in the fifth. So I'm going to have to reset my thing artifact probably a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, but, 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 th- but think of the scenario where you have void weapon channeling and medieval champion together. Oh, yeah. 
and you have an Enigma glaive that can just freaking you can you're to be a murder machine with that thing. Like wow, yeah, it's especially and I wonder if the, anti, the, like anti champion stuff like that's gonna be that's gonna be really strong. Yeah, I wonder if the melee will also get the the buff. Usually, oh yeah, it, true, it good point. Um, the the surging or yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, that, yeah overcharge. So, yeah, so that might that might yeah, that's that's a good point. So yeah, that might not be if it does though. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Um, and I remember, I'm pretty sure the there was, I don't remember what it was called, but I'm pretty sure there was a sword um, mod. Like, they basically combined two mods together that yeah. were this. For like, overload sword before. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, like, the different one that, like, did this as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, and the last one, Prismatic Transfer. When you cast your super, each member of your fire team with a subclass damage, damage type different than yours gains a bonus to weapon damage that's so cool that's yeah that's an interesting idea that sounds like a potential like you know raid boss raid. dps yeah. like thing to like try out like you know like all right we have our we have our well warlock or whatever warlock and then everybody else just run something else <laughs> you know what i mean just yeah. like everyone else go on like void or yeah everyone else runs strand yeah, everyone everyone busted. goes strand yep and then yeah go off with your go off well it'd be a weapon but still go off with whatever crazy exotic you have you know get your rockets or whatever out yeah um, super cool so Love yeah it. a lot of cool yeah a lot of cool um perks across the board again you know they are perks now i'm pretty sure i said this at the top but again just to reiterate you know now this stuff will just be unlocked passively so like when you pick up these these things it won't be a i get one and then i have to like go find where i slot the mod and it'll just be passively applied uh, to your character so like he said it is basically now like a skill tree seasonal skill tree rather than um a perk and then you can pick 12 of them total um across all of these and then like you can you can reset it at any time for free to like respec and pick different ones out i kind of i kind of hope that like that this is like a pretty minimal thing overall since it is free but i wouldn't mind mm-hmm. if they they kept a thing where like you essentially like unlock them all still but you just then then pick pick the ones you want. Yeah, turn them on and off basically. Yeah, exactly. They did. There was definitely a comment by Cosmo on Reddit that I saw that was like, "That is good feedback, and we have heard you." So yeah. I would I would not be surprised if that makes its way into the artifact a couple seasons from now. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure, a good idea. Yeah, the only other thing I don't you didn't have it in here was the in the become legend section of the TWAB they mm-hmm. mentioned, and I'll just break off a piece of this twab for you in the lightfall campaign we reduce the health scaler on com- combatants to better balance solo and fire team play when compared to last year's legendary campaign yeah. enemies will still have more health overall more overall health in larger fire teams and the cabal in general have higher base health than other ca- combatant factions but this will help bring solo and fire team difficulty closer together additionally the damage required to stagger combatants is reduced during the lightfall campaign not yeah. a huge deal but thank god yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. That'd be that'd be interesting to see if we can like feel the difference. It's been a while since mm-hmm. I played like a legendary campaign thing. Like, I played plenty of Grandmaster Nightfalls. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm cool with this. Like, I definitely I definitely remember in particular mainly like that final uh, Savathun fight was definitely a, uh, a not like a, a slog would be the right word, but it was it was tough. It was, yeah, it, it was, was tough. So maybe like yeah, bring it back, bring it like a notch or two down. I'm cool with that. Eliminating one of those four damage phases it took us, I am totally fine with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
for sure. But you know, we'll have to see who we're fighting uh, in the finale of Light and Fall soon. Here, I've, I mean, we, yeah. could probably, we could probably figure it out, like, and have an assumption here. But you know, yeah. who knows? Um, but that does it for the blog stuff. We have a couple videos here. I don't want to get too in the weeds with this stuff because again, we are hours away. And hours. if you're if you're at, at this point in the podcast, I feel like there's a strong it's a strong assumption on my part, maybe. But I would assume you've <laughs> probably watched all this stuff already. You probably yeah. have seen the launch trailer for Lightfall that dropped uh, during the State of Play earlier this week. There's two other cool videos that were like developer insights. It's a, it's a little bit more of a deep dive into the um, the like certain aspects. Like you know, they talk strand a little bit more. They showed a little more strand game. They showed a little bit more gameplay um, here and there. Um, I don't think I I can't immediately think of too many things uh, that we saw in that one. Particular that was like vastly different what we've seen. Like I think you you did mention already. The one thing was we see a hunter do a spend dive. And it straight up threads up a freaking unstoppable champion. He is like thread up like the enemy. It makes like the stunning yep. sound and everything. So that clearly like stuns him. That's really, that was, yep. that was very fun and cathartic to see. But I also, I've also, <laughs> it's very cathartic. Yes, it was very cathartic <laughs> to see, but also I'm, I'm fearful of now having, um, I shared a clip of it. I'll see if I can put the clip in the, the actual thing of me running, uh, nightfalls with my clan early, earlier this week and in, in one of my clan mates doing a finish finisher on a cabal uh, uh, unstop champion and his backpack still exploding uh, in his finish murdering me all three of us in a single explosion you know yeah it do be I, like that sometimes. Do, it do be like that sometimes, so I just have the fear of like seeing a cabal thread it up like that. We're just like, ha ha, gotcha, motherfucker, and then we shoot him, and then he just he still explodes, and everyone just, still blows you up. Everyone just blows up with him, and it's just like, dang, they'll stay away from the suspended cabal, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the in that same clip where we see the cabal boy get suspended very cathartically, you can see that the. The, the strand dive does consume the hunter's class ability, right? So that okay. also answers a, a long. Oh, and question the thing that you, yeah, I'm sure. Think we, we, yeah, I think Bungie definitely learned their lesson from Shatter Dive to not make that like a yeah. free ability thing anymore. And that makes <laughs> free suspension yeah, for everyone. yeah, free suspension for everybody. So that makes sense for them for that because that that you can get the the class that class back uh, pretty quickly. So yeah. And it, and it makes sense for generally the the hunter is already always building into like mobility slash uh, getting that class ability back quickly on most of the classes anyway. So I'm yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cool with that. Another thing is you could see um, I, I I noticed too looking at that you can freeze frame and it's, see that is part of at least at least if not one or the Neo Neo Muna strike. Um, mm-hmm. You can see it says Nightfall in the corner there where you see like a little mission objective while he's doing that. So that's cool. Yep, see a yep. very, very brief uh, little clip of that in there. Yeah, um, restore power to Neomuna's defenses is the objective. Yeah. Which sounds about Interesting. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, again, other, other than that, though, they just like, you know, they talked about stuff we've seen a lot of already. Like, you know, Strain looks really cool. Grappling, grappling. Can't wait, can't wait to start messing around. The sound around with design it. team killing it yeah, yeah. as always. Yeah, there's some fun. There's some fun little scenes of them doing like uh, sound stuff where they like were rubbing their hands across like saran wrap, like stretched <laughs> out across a room, pulling tape off of it, which was yeah. Great. They had like they had like some kind of like I don't know what it was inside of a like a like a tied up balloon, blown up balloon, and they were like swirling mm-hmm. it around. 
and like makes to make like the rope swinging sound on the hunter super like yeah it's so like fun good. little clips in there like that that i definitely really liked i, I rewatched the uh the stasis one uh this week and they, they did a similar thing for stasis yeah, yeah, talk, I, yeah i love talk, that stuff so much yeah shout out to that breast pump from from uh, yes <laughs> um that was pretty cool um, then we had the, 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 the villain, they had another insights where they talked more about Callus and the witness. Um, they kind of did more, I think in there that like, again, I was kind of alluding to it. Um, I think in that video in particular, I, I'm not remembering the exact wording, but they more or less said like, what you could kind of surmise from this whole expansion was like, you know, we're probably not fighting the witness at the end. We're probably fighting Callus at the end. Like this seems to be more of yeah. a, an expansion about Callus to an extent um and the witness is kind of doing nefarious things uh in the background um but yeah i'm, I'm cool with that that seems i'm yeah. i callous is like one of my favorite destiny antagonist slash villains slash yeah cool cool dudes i'm gonna call callous Cal- cool dudes no one no one can stop me <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'll allow it. He did write fan fiction about us yeah, destroying the universe fan fiction together. about Guardians. He's all, all he's all he's you know for for so long he was just trying to party and have a good time because it's, it's the end of the world and what are you gonna do about it anyway? That's that was the whole thing with Leviathan the first time and I yeah. was loved that aspect of it. That he was just and like, now he's here to bring it. He's, he's here to bring the yeah, end of the world. Yeah, exactly. And now now he just wants the the world to fucking end. So we'll see the the dark turn he's taken here for sure. Um, and he looks great. yeah, the, he I, just looks I, great. yeah, I know like everyone's like joking about the bucket head, but I think like, yeah, seeing him, I love it. And like now that we've seen like in the Vidoc and these more recent times, we've seen like his full glory when he has like all these great, very elaborate, like, you know, metals Jewels. and things all over. And he's like, he's like his arm and legs are like painted gold or like artist gold or something. Now it's, it's, he looks, he looks amazing. I really yeah. like his, uh, news new look. You're gonna have to shoot those gold spots to do damage. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, and then we have our uh, the launch trailer. So let's talk about Man. the launch trailer. I wish um, I wish we were reacting to the state of play just yeah, so we could. Just react so we could- Anyway, we're back. Nothing, nothing weird happened. Um, yeah, that Lightfall um, reveal trailer was pretty wild. I will say, you know, we're twenty. We're launch you know, trailer. We're, yeah, launch trailer. Thank you. Um, yeah, we are. <clears throat> we, you know, again, I gave a general spoiler warning, but like at this point, like I feel like if you're hours away waiting for this, you probably already watched this trailer. And if you're here at this point probably in the three podcast, dozen times. but again, but yeah, but to be fair, again, I will just still put out hey, general spoiler warning. You know, you are you are you've made it this this long hours away from Lightfall. Maybe just you know, if you want to go in completely blind, I feel like you wouldn't you maybe wouldn't come to this podcast in general. But you know, just but still putting the it there. But now's the time to leave if you want to do that. Um, yeah, the traveler fucking shot a laser beam out of it. <laughs> can you fucking believe that? He could yeah, do that this whole time. It, it, the traveler could do that the whole time. Apparently, um, it's He's it, a warlock main. It's it is it's chaos. Rich. Um, yeah, and yeah, and then a lot of a lot of keen eyes have already pointed out some interesting things of like we've more or less like kind of piece together how this seems the like this whole scene this, yeah. this scene more or less like how they've shown enough of it now like 
Um, basically, it seems like, you know, the, the, the battle starts, the battle uh, in space starts, um, you know, and, and it basically goes really bad for us. <laughs> There's no, yeah. like, I don't think I've seen anything that one's leaning towards like, oh, yeah, this is going, we're, 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 we at least get one win out of this now. It just seems like we, we take L after L in this fight of like a single pyramid ship just like lightly makes makes like a slight breeze or like a slight fart and like wipes out like half half the half like half a human the fleet. Sh- half the fleet of ships the, the 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 traveler tries to fight back and shoots a big big light beam out of it but it seems like it has no effect on the witness whatsoever because like now we know there's like scenes that we've seen in the trailer where he's just like silently walking through this big white like looks like a blast like, now we know that's probably that scene of like yep. the witness nonchalantly walking through this big light beam <laughs> the traveler shooting we can also see that the beam hits a pyramid and starts making all of like the growth of the the red plants so it is the the traveler or you could say the gardener growing mm-hmm. the flowers from the flower yeah. game and interestingly those crazy warheads out there Oh yeah, we're playing the, the flower game, all right. The, you can connect that with a shot from a previous trailer where the witness is like looking at out its pyramid and the flower starts uh, coming in. Clearly, the traveler is shooting directly at where the witness is on the ship. Yeah, I do think it completely destroys that pyramid ship, but the witness just goes straight through the beam yeah. through the traveler um, because we see debris that is more pyramidy around the witness as well, sure. which is. Why again? The traveler has done three things ever, and it's yeah. been nine years. Yep. So this is a big jump from moving a little bit. Yeah, it's just like slightly <laughs> hovering above Earth. To, yeah, it's to wild. Now shooting a fucking laser beam. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we see that happening, and in the midst of that, you see a, a, a like a bunch of guardians just get literally like sliced into pieces instantly. <laughs> He just like finger flick, finger flicks, like immediately showing, yeah, immediately showing the power difference in like, you know, oh, okay, yeah, this is, that's like a quick and easy way to show, oh, this is the power difference, huh? Okay, this is like. the Guardian didn't get the right buff before going to Yeah, 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 they've. I couldn't do DPS. Yeah, they are absolutely, they are absolutely wiped from from this encounter and for probably the rest of their <laughs> life everything ever <laughs> from from their entire life um so that's yeah so you see that and clearly like yeah the the witness the witness does some weird shit to the traveler and put some pyramids around it we don't really that part was like yeah. fully not clear so we'll have to see like what that means in the in the, in the game but clearly it seems like at, at a certain point the the witness touches the traveler i'm guessing and gets a vision and you see like a really quick shot like at the very end of the trailer where like it's like blasting through a couple planets and it's clearly like you can see the very last second you can see them kind of unfolding you can see neomuna or not neomuna mm-hmm. neptune um, so clearly that's like, I, I want the fun twist to be like the, 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 the witness was coming here this whole time and we thought we were just coming up to the traveler, but he actually didn't give a fuck about the traveler and he wants whatever's on Neomuna more. And, cl- and, cl- and clearly enough, it, it, like, it, it is at least important enough to where he like sends like Callus and the fleet there. Cause that's where we end up, you know, obviously for the expansion. So mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, again, but that's that's what we've seen so far, and that's and like that's pretty cool considering like if you like probably really all we've seen is probably this opening cutscene, which is like what we're gonna see before the first mission of the game, and then there's like a whole other campaign to like go after. Yeah, that, and right? then there's the rest. Of, like, what is the final? Like, what's the post credit scene of this campaign? Yeah, like what is yeah what does this even mean? Like, yeah. if you know, are, are we gonna like go back to the tower in this in this? 
things still. Who knows? Maybe we're just yeah. like hanging on the is helm. The tower still gonna be there. You yeah. Know? Are we gonna go to the tower and just see like the traveler up in the sky with all those pyramids around and be like, what the fuck is? Yeah, for our, the next does, year. Yeah, like yeah. What does that even mean? So like yeah, there's still a lot of wild stuff in that regard. Like yeah, just yeah. Hype, hype through the roof, of course, seeing all so that cool. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Seeing all that it's stuff. Just, even though, you know, even though the hype was already through the roof. It went the, another, yeah, exactly. Another, we, I built another roof and then even, then went through that roof again. So there you go. Yeah, it's I hit this like the, the traveler firing its laser, so to speak, was like the one thing where I'm like, I could have not seen this and been fine. But also I appreciate that. In context, in the context of this trailer, I still have no yep. fucking idea what's happening. Yeah, it's still just <laughs> like, like I, what the fuck. I get it. The traveler shooting the witness and it's going to touch in its vision. Like I get it, but also like the the broader meaning of it all is like yeah, the traveler has never shown aggression toward anything. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's just like and it's and it still leaves, yeah, and it still leaves like the weird vagueness of like was he shooting at it because like something happened in the moments before that that he's like. Like the is the traveler trying to protect like humans or guardians in that moment, or or is it just like the travelers like maybe like making a distraction so other people can escape? Because we also see like little brief clips of like ships like hyper speeding like the fuck out of there, and I wonder if those mm-hmm. of those could be like the helm or some other ships like leaving or was the shot of the light directed at Neomuna? Yeah, Dick. Was it, the traveler like sending its core? somewhere else yeah sending it somewhere else and now yeah the, and, the, and the, the, the traveler itself is some empty vessel or something yeah exactly like the light was the traveler and it was shooting it actually past the witness and the witness will then get to the traveler and be like oh you just left that was you, you like fucker we don't know any of this yeah. is possible yeah well theory corner <laughs> yeah for sure it's it's yeah we, we don't really know and we won't know for you know a few more hours. Hours. <laughs> some, some hours. We gotta wait. But, Can you tell yeah. that we're excited? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. For real. Because um, yeah, we don't know where any anything is going really after this point. Now we just we just get to, we just have to play it. Yeah. And I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to jump in and play Lightfall and see. Of course, obviously, new insane story stuff. But obviously, all the other fun stuff about Destiny. New tons of new weapons. New, you know new you know other trinkets seeing like new armor seeing like new quests or you know new strikes w- new strikes new you know catalyst for weapons even even me as a shill as like seeing new eververse items and new shaders or other weird cosmetic stuff i'm like stoked always like yeah. that stuff new the exotics shaders are gonna be great they gotta be great right yeah they gotta be really cool like well, yeah what's like we still don't fully know like we, we've seen neo moon environments but like you know think of things that like happen in other expansions where you like you were like how much like all the weird secret stuff on the throne world where you're like you know doing the visions like we haven't you know there's probably gonna be stuff like that on neo moon like weird little collectible things reasons to explore we know there's like the like the the activity like the ongoing activity that's going on on neo Muna. But like, what does that all entail? You know, when when the raid finally comes out in, in a few weeks, how is that going to change Neomuna? Like, because obviously we've yeah, had sure. raids in the past, like change what happens in the environment. Granted, like I think beyond beyond light, um, I mean beyond light had a bigger had a big change relatively. Like I would say, Witch Queen maybe less so, but yeah. you know. 
there's, there's a potential this one could have like, like you know we go three and something crazy happens and we, we just, yeah we just don't know um, yeah all that's kinds the best of more part. stuff yeah we just don't know yet and that's that is the that is in some ways the best part is the, is like about to discover the unknown uh, of a new Destiny expansion it's always the most fun yeah for sure but yeah I think that's gonna do it though yeah for if you oh yeah go ahead. I was going to say, if you want to watch us play Lightfall, if you want to hang out with us, maybe while you're playing, put it up on the background. We will be doing so, yeah. I guess, it, tomorrow. Tomorrow at what noon Eastern when noon well, Eastern. hopefully Lightfall goes live and we will be uh, probably waiting in queue for a little bit and probably looking through some menus and doing some fun stuff. But yeah, we are going to be playing through the legendary campaign of Lightfall together uh, with our friend I'm, Rin. Mm-hmm. I'm making a hardcore player Lightfall checklist that I'm going to put out on my Twitter for, for folks to follow uh, if you are trying to optimize your your first day in the expansion. Yeah, yeah what you want to do when, once, once you're in and hopefully the, the queue is okay and maybe there's hopefully not some you know technical issues getting the campaign they've you know i know i know like you know destiny's had some like weirdness earlier this season the start of the season but it's been pretty smooth i will say like you know the last couple expansions were overall generally smooth launches but i but i you know there will there will by by you know regardless there will still be some kind of waiting queue they've already said there will be some kind of waiting queue getting in so we will have to kind of wait wait and see how that goes um, and yeah, and at the same time, like if you, if you are somebody who's really into it and dude does not want to be spoiled by story stuff, we totally understand if you don't want to skip, skip the live stream, uh, aspect of it, but we will, I will be trying to chop down some of the, I'll say trim the fat, so to speak of that, uh, stream we do and put the archive up here on helm to tower. So you do want to see it and see some of our just like general reactions to moments and stuff like after you played and have, have a play maybe play through your own time if you want to come back and see some of our reactions to like all kinds all the kind of things we've been talking about um feel free to, to check that out as well um yeah and we'll we we i will link our our twitch as well our twitch channel twitch.tv slash rational passions down below as well to get so you guys can get that link if you've not ever come check, checked out our twitch channel um yeah. we'll probably be streaming a lot of destiny in the next month yeah yeah we should yeah yeah we'll probably because we'll probably we probably should do some kind of raid stream, even though we're not going to be doing a, we're not going to be doing yeah. a day one raid, but maybe we can like stream that some a little bit. That'd be, that'd be kind of fun. But yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll also be back next, next week, um, post Lightfall to talk all things about the expansion, playing through it. And, you know, we'll probably talk about some spoilers there, talk about new weapons and new other things, um, next week. And then, you know, keep, keep going from there. We'll, we'll keep going weekly till, we feel like we don't want to do one in a week or something when there's yeah when the news gets maybe a little lighter. But yeah, thanks everybody um, who's been who's been along for us for these six episodes or so. Yeah, really it's been super fun, super fun, and yeah, appreciate everybody uh, hanging out with us and uh, enjoy Lightfall. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Bye bye.